I'm Akila. And I'm Anishka. And you're listening to Through the Fifth Dimension. So the objective of this episode is to understand the negative impact cultural appropriation has on societal progress, perspective, and mental health. We want to highlight the cruciality of respecting and understanding another's culture. Okay, so before we get into this episode, I think it's important to discuss what even is cultural appropriation and what is the difference between it and appreciation for the culture. So, do you want to talk about your opinion first? Right, I'll go first. Okay. So, I have a lot of ways to define cultural appropriation, but we're going to start off with this way. So, the most basic form is, cultural appropriation is when a certain aspect of a culture is mocked or used in a way which promotes stereotypes or ridicules a culture. It can also be an imitation or copying of the mannerisms, styles, or overall influences of a culture for the purpose of personal gain. But that's, you know, that's like textbook definition. I'm going to give you a definition that I, that made it very easy for me to understand. And that definition or that example is from like Harper's Bazaar. So we love Harper's Bazaar. Uh, so it's basically when borrowing becomes exploitation. And I think that's the best way to put it. Uh, but another way, I feel like it's easier for some people to understand if you haven't understood it yet. Um, and this is an example. I don't know where I got it from, but it really stuck with me. So tell me, Akhila, if, you know, you, you think it goes okay. along with this theme. So it goes like, imagine you're working on a project, okay? Like a school-assigned project or college-assigned project or whatever, okay? And you put in like all this hard work and extra effort and you stay up all night and you work in it all day and then you get graded in F. Now, imagine one of your friends who copies your project, like, word to word, the entire look of it, the writing, like, everything. Okay, and they get graded in A+. So, that means, obviously, that your paper wasn't graded fairly. It was graded with a biased stance. And the credit you deserve for the project you did is going to somebody else. So, I think that's a very good example to understand what cultural appropriation is if you don't understand it do you agree with me Kila? i think that honestly is the perfect definition of what you could say about cultural appropriation because there's nothing else to say about it right it's right. just taking credit for someone else's culture someone else's identity right. and using it for your own profit um if i would say it in my own words it would be um cherry picking from someone else's culture taking parts of it that you like or parts of it that you find aesthetically pleasing or something that could you you could use for your own profit Hmm. and later just take it off as if it was a costume and not have any of the harmful effects that people of that culture face when they just embrace their own culture they're just existing Yeah. yeah and if i could give an example of something that does happen um with cultural appropriation is say a non-black person wears um cornrows mm. um and they just post it as an instagram post um and the next day they take it off uh and they're fine they're perfectly fine no one says anything rude about them in fact they're no it, it's like a whole fashion statement yeah. and people are like oh my god that's so cool right but there's some there's a i mean there's a lot of black people who even to this day are facing um racism racism when when they're even just wearing their own hairstyles to work or school because it's not seen as a it's it's not conforming to eurocentric beauty standards right yeah and if they're if they're just embracing their own culture they're not allowed to enter their work they're not allowed to enter their school um and there were even laws that were passed 
for them not to wear their own hairstyles. Oh, yeah, I remember that. They're like, oh my god, this is not work appropriate. Yeah. And all which is like, so, such BS because it's just a hairstyle. Yeah. Yeah. And goes down in their roots. Like, you can't just do that to someone. You can't, you know, take something away from someone which, <laughs> you know, it's part of their identity, right? And see, the person who is non black and just using it as an Instagram post, they don't get any of that, right? They don't get the racism. Um, they, they don't get as in they don't receive the racism. Yeah, they're not restricted yeah. in that way. They're not restricted from uh, going to their own work. They don't. They're not. Uh, they're not banned from entering their own schools. Yeah. They they can just put on the hairstyle, take it off the next day, and it's fine. It's it's exactly. it's weird to use someone's culture as an aesthetic or a costume. Um, and then I don't know. Sometimes you can even gain money from these Instagram posts, yeah, right? That's right. Um, they so do. They definitely they do, do yeah. get money from so, these posts. It's like you're gaining money from it, but I'm getting racism from it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's 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 why I think appropriation is so offensive to people and harmful. And harmful, yeah. Right. It harms a lot of people, a lot of groups of people. And you know, I wanted to say, you know, I feel like cornrows is a very grey area because we see it a lot now. I think it started off very controversial when people used to wear it. They're like, oh my god, like, how can you wear it? And obviously, this is not my place, you know, to say if it's okay or not to wear it. But uh, I'm just saying out of research what I've read online and all. I feel like the major issue is when cornrows are called as something else. Yeah. You know, when, like, Kim Kardashian wears it and she's, like, clearly wearing cornrows and she's like, oh my god, look at my boxer braids. Like, I think that's what really sparks off anger in people because you're, like, taking credit of it and you're crediting somebody else for it. When it's their culture, it's part of their tradition and culture and it's theirs. So, it's, you know, when they wear it, society labels it as ghetto. And again, I'm just, you know, phrasing someone. It's, um, label as ghetto but then when somebody else wears it it's like trendy and it's cool and it's beautiful and that is where the issue lies yeah and i think i wanted to say something more about when you mentioned it being called boxer braids or kim kardashian braids they were even called katy perry braids or which is insane um, yeah or bow braids which i'll talk about more now uh so bo derek was an actress who starred in a movie called 10 in 1979 i think um and oh my god i think that's where my mom was born yeah (laughs) and wait i think my mom was born no no no. my mom was born in 1972 okay (laughs) so um so there was this non-black actress in that movie who wore um condos uh with beads and after that movie she gained a lot of like fame from just wearing a black hairstyle from that hairstyle yeah from Discard that hairstyle look. <laughs> wow. yeah and uh the person who told her to wear that and you know in styled her styled her right um he did it just with the intent of her getting fame from just that hairstyle just that hairstyle Ooh. and she was a small actress right not many people knew of her and after this everyone started calling it bow braids um and a lot of non-black people were um in hair salons uh, calling them bow braids and they're like, oh, come here, get your hair done for $300. And oh my God, $300 is a lot. Yeah. And they were calling, they suddenly started calling these black hairstyles beautiful when it was put on a non-black person, but um, a white person to be specific. Yeah. Um, but when it's on a black person, they were calling them ratchet in their words and and all these 
like rude things and they were not allowed to even wear those braids they were they were told to straighten their hair they couldn't wear their natural hair they couldn't wear the braids they can they couldn't do anything but when it's a non black person it's totally fine and it's seen as a seen as a fashion statement mm. that's where we draw the line right that's yeah. that's the perfect definition of what the like the harmful effects and taking credit for someone else's culture right and i feel like this is where akila's word cherry picking fits in very well it said these people can just pick up a thing they like like for example cornrows and they just label it as something else and it's completely okay whereas akila said the people like black people are really like restricted to wear these and are made to feel like these are not appropriate when it's just a hairstyle like it's their hairstyle and you know i feel like they wear for protective reasons and also tradition yeah. apparently i'm not very educated on this so yeah i want to you know jump on to cultural appro- appreciation because we're going to be talking a lot about it on, in this episode so I'm going to start off defining it okay. if that's fine with you Kila. Yeah. So cultural appreciation, you know, is exactly what it sounds like. It's appreciating a culture. It is learning about a culture in order to understand, connect and also like be able to broaden your horizon in terms of cultural perspective. So cultural appreciation is very understanding and it's also very crucial to point out that appreciation can truly and wholly be obtained only when somebody understands. And for me this is this the crucial you have to highlight this is when somebody understands so i actually want to bring in an example here it's a a huge controversy that happened with walmart and i think it was around 2019 so basically what happened was walmart started selling doormats and toilet covers showing hindu gods now i'm a hindu person so i'm going to be talking from my perspective So basically I feel like this really takes our religion and puts it down to nothing but a product design because obviously this is not how you treat you know Hindu gods or idols or any god you know it's it's not really respectful or even appropriate to put a god on a toilet cover on a doormat where your feet are going to be on and god knows what's happening on the toilet cover but it's really not okay and that was not appreciation that is what i want you to take away from this example is that that was not appreciation it was appropriation because yeah. you're co- being completely ignorant and disrespectful about somebody's culture and then you're making a profit out of it so do you agree with me akila on this yeah i agree because i don't want to be stepping on my god on you know a door mat yeah. that, that that's just disrespectful to me and yeah. you know if walmart really did appreciate my culture they'd understand that yeah and yeah. not put you know on a toilet cover yeah like i just i feel like if they maybe had like some hindu people on their like i don't know design team this would have been avoided but yeah. god knows about that like that was kind of weird and i i feel like it's really weird to affiliate god related stuff with the bathroom yeah maybe that's, that's me. who even thought of doing that i have no idea Okay, but now that we've done with the definitions, mm-hmm. I think these definitions make everything clear enough. Or Kila, do you have anything you know expand about? Oh, I I think we didn't really mention much about what actually you I didn't mention. Yeah, what sorry, I think I is appreciation. <laughs> no, no, yeah. it's fine. No, go uh, ahead. Yeah. So appreciation to me is say I as an Indian person tell you if you're not Indian to come and wear you know a bindi and Indian attire. um and mehndi too yeah. um and you know just embrace my culture and we share the love of my culture together appreciate together yeah, you know? appreciate together and i think that's perfectly fine um even when once when i was younger i went to kenya and got my braids that's done there that's so cool yeah kenya. and and it was by a black person so i think that is okay and showing love for the culture 
in that country or like someone who's of that culture tells you let's share the love of my culture together that's fine right but if you're just going to do it uninvited that's just not appreciation that just seems more like you're thinking of it as an aesthetic right yeah i feel like this is a very great yeah mm-hmm. because like a lot of people have different opinions right and i think even like a person who is indian sometimes they they just don't uh, care if someone wears yeah. a bindi and mang tikka or whatever and yeah. doesn't show love for the culture they just use it as an aesthetic they could not care less yeah in fact sometimes i look at some celebrities and i don't really it doesn't hurt, hurt. me yeah you're not bothered by it yeah it's i'm not like, bothered ah. by it i just find it weird yeah. and it is insensitive to some people yeah. see this is why i feel like it's a very gray area because we're not really sure like mm. the thing is that term has been used for so many things at this point to justify so many things to like you know like hundred people of so many things so it's there are a lot of gray areas in this topic and mm. yeah but now i feel like we should hop on to why cultural appropriation is harmful why we even making this episode so um do you want to start uh okay i'll okay. go ahead so okay again just clarifying cl- uh, cultural appropriation i'm sure you guys have gotten a pretty good grip of it cuz i just went on in long <laughs> um sentences about it okay so basically it's taking over an aspect of a culture not crediting it or recognizing the origin meaning or history so keeping this in mind why is cultural appropriation harmful why must we recognize the origin history value or even meaning behind certain styles festivals and more so kila what do you think why is it harmful I just you know if you're going to take something and like deprive it of its meaning and turn it into something kind of new hmm. it it just it's just very distasteful right yes, you wouldn't is. say that some people don't have like inherently bad motives for doing this yes. or they don't they don't do this as a racist thing it's just um they it's just it's a vibe yeah, <laughs> it's a trend it's a trend they think of it as a trend and the thing is it's my culture not a trend yeah and my culture yeah, yeah. my culture is not, not your commodity not, not your commodity <laughs> yeah sure totally got that <laughs> so like you know exactly like as i said before um with the braids and black people being banned from entering their own work or school yeah. that's one negative impact um one example of a of a negative impact then again it it could just it just confuses people yeah it's um, causes a lot of confusion because, confusion yeah. and it's just feels offensive to me if if i'm being called weird for you know wearing my own um Hairstyle jewelry my jewelry. own um, yeah jewelry i feel like is really Indian yeah and um my own saris and um my own food <laughs> i'm being mm. mocked of all that and then the next day you want to wear you know a mang tikka and think of it as an aesthetic that's it's okay then yeah it's yeah, okay it's then but, okay but then. otherwise you're going to call my food smelly <laughs> yeah my curry is smelly <laughs> but okay i want to say that usually the culture that's you know appropriated is a marginalized one yeah. okay and i'm not going to quote a person called neil luster so cultural appropriation to me i mean to neil luster is about power and who has the power to steal and not face the consequences of it so i like really agree with this person this person has given a very cool definition a very apt definition so after hearing this definition i think you also can agree with me that's very harmful and it's a horrible thing because it creates and sustains exploitation of groups that are already victim to discrimination yeah. and 
Akila is completely right. It causes so much confusion for those belonging to the groups which are appropriated and those groups which want to learn about the identity and culture. Because they're seeing somebody else do it and they've created like this whole new meaning of it. We lose the value of it and its origin and its roots. That's yeah. why it's so harmful for people. And I think as you've mentioned before, um, sometime to me, is that um, most of the time it's not them... Um, appropriating and like wearing our I mean it is mm. them appropriating but it's it's most of the time not them wearing our culture as a um costume it's them wearing stereotypes of our culture as a costume sure. right? I love how you put that yeah honestly. it's that's the thing it's like okay for example on Halloween a lot mm-hmm. of people decide to dress up as Native Americans or Native Indians or you know one of those things yeah. um and the reason there's a lot of backlash on it is that people are not correct about it. They're just, they're aware things which are stereotypes. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not being historically correct of actually correct about what they're wearing. And I don't think they're, like, actually educating themselves on why they're wrong yeah. and what's off about their costume. Because usually they wear it in a very derogatory way. Like, in a way which, like, promotes stereotypes. Again, I'm not Native American, so I don't really know how to... And tell you what is like historically correct about that outfit i've not really researched on this but mm-hmm. this is my taking away from it yeah. what i've read online that is like one reason as like you saying i i the thing is with generally with halloween costumes i think it it just is very insensitive to wear someone's whole identity as a costume in the first right? place like that a little costume that makes yeah that makes me uncomfortable yeah. as well and the thing is first of all that's I don't think you need to, like, be educated about cultural appropriation for you to realize that's a wrong thing or just yeah. an insensitive thing. And the next thing is just, if, you, if you're not very educated about a culture, just don't appropriate it, right? Yeah, and no even if you are educated about it, please be sensitive and, you know, embrace your own culture. There's so many yeah. other things you can do for Halloween as well. Yeah. Like, you can dress up as a nurse, you can dress up as a vampire, as a, a witch. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you want to dress up as a culture? Yeah, like, I don't know. I've never understood this. I've yeah. never dressed up as this. But I want to give an example here, which I feel like it's a controversial example. So, mm. like, stick around. Like, just hear me out and tell me if I'm wrong. Okay, so it's yoga. Now... I feel like the issue is, if you don't know that yoga is like a Hindu thing, it's a Hindu cultural thing, but it's okay. If other people are doing it, it's okay. But it's not okay when people have started selling it, like non-Indian people or something. Or I guess, no, okay, I'm not sure about Indian part. But like the non-Indian people, when they're selling it, as like these pricey like fitness regimes or fitness classes. Like it's not okay then because yoga is, is not about fitness. Like it does make you slim, I guess it makes you toned. But it's not, it wasn't created for the purpose of fitness. So I'm going to read um, a definition online. It's from some website called mia.gov.in. So if you want to check that out, go ahead. So yoga is essentially a spiritual discipline based on an extremely subtle science which focuses on bringing harmony between mind and body. And I feel like when a person goes into a yoga class, which is not, originally, which is not taught by an Indian, um... I feel like they're not really understanding this. It's just trendy. It's part of that clean girl aesthetic, whatever it's called. What is that girl? It girl or something, yeah. that girl. Like that aesthetic. And they're not understanding the meaning or the origin behind yoga. Because there's so much more. Now, I know not everything's that deep. But you have to understand that it is sort of weird when you're just going to yoga for fitness. And not understanding the 
importance or significance behind it and this is where i want to bring up a point i brought yeah. this example up for this point is that once something is appropriated constantly we eventually confuse and forget the roots and the true nature and intent behind these rituals or practices and yeah. i think this fits yoga because a lot of people don't understand only the roots and nature behind yoga Yoga is a very spiritual thing, right? Right, and, and we're taught that also. Yeah, yeah we're Indians. And we're, we're taught, taught in that. school, and we've always been taught that it's a spiritual thing, especially right. in India, right? Um, and we've never really looked at as a, looked at it as a fitness thing. Right. And when someone who's not Indian out of nowhere, I don't know, I guess in America, <laughs> starts calling it a fitness thing, it feels weird, right? It feels like you're taking something and turning it into something else. and not give it credit to the original person yeah. as you like your example about that group presentation yeah like you know i feel like akila mentioned this somewhere i had in the pod earlier mm-hmm. in the podcast it's you know it's like taking something making something to totally new it's i feel like that is what's happening with yoga i feel like mm-hmm. it's losing a lot of its spiritual meaning and uh, people are just laying it happen and it's a little sad to me i understand obviously not every person who's not indian and who's e- teaching yoga is not teaching their stu- students about like the meaning of the true meaning of yoga and all mm-hmm. i understand that but a lot of people are neglecting to teach or educate themselves about this yeah okay i want to bring up another indian related example yeah. i'm really sorry okay. i'm indian and when i was learning about this i just went ahead and went wild with these indian examples i think i should know more about this because i never thought about <laughs> yoga that way right oh my god i'm going to just teach you a lot now okay okay so we're going to talk about mehndi mm-hmm. okay or now known to a lot of like non indian people not non indian because even pakistani people use this yeah. and i think africans i'm not sure Um, I guess you could just say desi people. Yeah, like yeah. okay, we're just going to say desi in this context desi means all the people like Pakistani and even African people. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. And maybe even Africans I'm yeah, not really sure. Yeah, we're not sure, sure okay? That. We're not 100% sure. So all like desi people we call mehndi but now it's been called henna. So henna if I'm you know I'm pretty sure I'm right here is a dye and mehndi is a sort of a body art or something we put it on our arms and our legs during like special occasions mm-hmm. like weddings and apparently there are other occasions also where you can use it i haven't really gone to these other occasions so i'm not sure but the thing now is people who are not of our culture who have not hindu or muslim descent or you know not desi are using henna in a very different context they they're using it not exactly as mehndi but they're trying to use this mehndi like okay people are just getting henna like done after looking at gigi hadid again taking this opportunity of getting like this painless temporary tattoo are not really seeing the meaning behind henna i mean mehndi oh god you know i'm seeing henna no yan mehndi okay because it, there is a lot behind it there's a meaning behind it now i'm going to teach you about that okay it's not just a trend it's not out of convenience um it's so much more and we really need to appreciate the culture of it okay yeah. so it's commonly a wedding tradition as i've said uh, many among muslim and hindu brides and can okay i've already said as other occasions also yeah. so basically the bride's arms and feet are st- are embellished with the symbolic and historical designs that meant to demonstrate the love and strength the bride will have in a marriage this custom holds a lot of significance for us in hinduism okay and even for muslim people and it is said that the darker the henna is the deeper the love within the marriage is okay now you guys know all this now i want to talk about why this henna part is kind of very cultural appropriating in my eyes okay 
so i'm sorry if i'm like talking very weirdly because i am little angry about this okay <laughs> no you don't have to apologize i as like an indian person you should it's valid yeah. for you to feel this way right okay so i feel like when a person oh like was not desi as you said mm-hmm. is using henna and getting a henna tattoo done they're often not seeing the significance behind it they're not placing emphasis on it because a lot of lot goes in the process of also making the paste Yeah. Okay, make the paste we use for mehendi and all, and it needs to be preserved within our culture, right? And the thing is, I feel like henna is being misused because a lot of people are using it in different colors. Yeah. Like they're using it like pink or blue or some different colors, and that's not acceptable. Brown is usually the only acceptable color. Yeah. So it's very, uh, like as an Indian person or whatever, it is very like. You know how when I see somebody else using it in this very like non-casual, non-traditional way, I feel like when somebody's using um mehendi or non-traditional henna, um it is it my eyes at least cultural appropriation. Yeah. What do you think? I think that too because in general, like when I see people calling it henna only, yeah. that annoys me. <laughs> It's a dude. I can't even explain to you. I just feel like it really annoying. Yeah. I don't want to be like rude, but it honestly makes my blood boil. I can't. Yeah. I can't. I just just the term henna annoys me. <laughs> yeah, I've lost. It. And the saddest part is henna is to die. We're getting upset over like just a meaningless word. So I've kind of um lost my composure over this fact because I'm just like really annoyed about this. But anyway, I wanna as I said, cultural appropriation can be defined in many ways. So I'm gonna bring out another definition here. Okay. I'm not really sure where I read this, but these are not my own words. So cultural appropriation is taking something special from a culture without permission and normalizing it to a point where it is robbed of its importance. So a culturally significant significant sorry, a uh, custom is not a fashion statement or a trend. Without background knowledge on the custom and appreciation for only the aesthetics of henna, there's mm-hmm. no credit delivered where it is due. And I read this in an article where somebody's talking about henna versus mehndi and all, and I completely agree with this. I do too. Yeah, I couldn't I mean, have framed it better. That's mm-hmm. why I'm like reading it from there. Like I, I just don't understand. Like how how did this become henna? Why can't they just call it mehendi though? I don't because it's not mehendi with the. Oh name. right. Yeah. Yeah. But why can't they just like use mehendi? I have no idea. Like it's just that is, that is what annoys me a lot. Because yeah. I see it happening in my culture. I can't like. I feel like this sort of anger about these points are from other people, from other cultures. You see this happening too, and that is why cultural appropriation is so sad to see, because it's like you're just taking it, you know, giving credit, you're kind of stripping it off its importance. I okay, this is like kind of unrelated to what we were talking about, but yeah. I want to talk about how some people think it's okay just because it's just a hairstyle or just. Yeah. Just clothes, just just a dye. <laughs> yeah. Like okay, in the beginning I said it's just a hairstyle when mm-hmm. um we're talking about black people not being able to enter their work yeah. areas not. That Because in that, that essence yeah. it is just a hairstyle. Yeah, that it's just affect, their hairstyle. Yeah, it doesn't affect their work. Yeah. Like you wear cornrows is not going to make you work slower or mm. not like make you incapable of something, right? That's what I meant. In but this yeah. is a different context. Yeah, just but saying it for in this people. context when you say it's just a hairstyle, <laughs> it's oh my god, mm. it's just a dye. <laughs> that that if someone says that to me, I'm going to be so annoyed. <laughs> That's so like I can't. Okay, yeah. I really can't. They'll be like, oh my god, 
take a chill pill, dude. Yeah, like, it's like, fine. It's you don't get to tell me what I'm allowed to be sensitive about mm-hmm. in my own culture. I think I have at least that right. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay. This is now just jumping on to another example very <laughs> weirdly. But I want to talk about Ariana Grande. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> because I think she's been under the spotlight for many types of fishing. <laughs> so, okay. Okay. I think we should start off with the Asian fishing. Okay. Please. Because okay. that's the recent one. Yeah, this is a recent one. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Asian fishing is basically when somebody alters their features or their makeup or whatever and are able to pass off as East Asian. Or okay. try to look like that. Yeah, yeah, they try to look like that and, you know, can whatever. Yeah. So, Ariana Grande has been, um, like, you know... She posted a picture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, we'll go into that. Okay. Yeah. So, oh I don't know if this, in my opinion, I didn't look at other pictures of her and think she's trying to look Asian. I but saw there was so just, many. <laughs> no, I couldn't <laughs> recognize her. I, maybe I just don't look at her Instagram much, but yeah. I saw this one specific picture where it looked like she was trying to look Asian or like she's trying to have like an aesthetic of like looking like she's East Asian. Or when I say Asian, I mean East Asian. Yeah. Or, um, and it, it's just weird, right? Because It is. She's Some young. people literally forget that she's white. I thought she's Hispanic for the longest time. <laughs> Akila had to tell me in the beginning of this episode that Ariana Grande is not Hispanic. And I was she's shocked. She's an Italian-American <laughs> white woman. I, I did not know that. Yeah. So, f- okay. A lot of people have been joking. Like, first she started blackfishing yeah. and now she's borrowing That's another culture. That's Hispanic. Because yeah. in the beginning, she looked Hispanic. Because of her, like, excessive tanning. And a lot yeah. of her... Okay, I know we were talking about Asian fishing, but yeah. I want to talk about, the, like... Okay, like, wait. Let's finish the Asian Okay, fishing. let's finish that. Basically, <laughs> the Asian... Okay, you will talk about the black fishing. Okay. I'll just finish up the Asian okay. part. Okay? The Asian part. Sorry. <laughs> so, there's a whole debate about whether she got surgery that altered, you know, her eye shape. Mm-hmm. Or she's just using makeup to make her eyes look different. But the thing is it's undeniable that Ariana Grande now looks East Asian. Yeah. The whole thing is I genuinely saw Ariana Grande in the voice and I thought she was a different woman. I thought she was some East Asian woman. I was like, wow. And then I said Ariana Grande and I was shocked because I am an Ariana Grande fan. I listen to a lot of her music. So I think that's the issue. And yeah. for Ariana Grande, she does not have to face the hate crime Asian, East Asian people are facing right now and have faced for such a long time. She's not have to, she's not been made to feel bad about her eyes. Okay, except the fact that she got them surgically altered. Mm-hmm. But in my view, I believe it's surgically altered. Yeah. But you know, a lot of these East Asian people are made to feel really bad about their eye shape. And that's yeah. really sad. I've seen it happen, you know. It's like people are like called very different names and yeah, all, which is like not okay. Yeah, slurs and they're like, pulling back their eyes and like yeah. oh my god you look like this yeah that's what that and it happens a lot to see ariana grande now being complimented about it now is very off and it's very strange because it's so sad and it's bizarre because people have been literally forced into surgery because their eyes look like that to yeah. make them look different yeah. so for when ariana grande has this eye shape she does not have to worry about being shot in a hair salon or having been shot in the back of a car you know it's very different for her and she's just cherry picking as akila said a part of east asian culture she doesn't need a face with the crime or the hate it's just that it's just the aesthetic for her yeah and um as i was gonna say about black fishing as well yeah i mean it's pretty much like the same with a different culture right she's 
she doesn't have to face the same things that black people do right. but she's taking aesthetics of it um yeah. i've seen some music videos of her where um she is trying to like i don't know if she's doing this in a you know inherently bad motive way but you know mm. she's trying to look she's trying to have this aesthetic of like a black hip hop artist or not even a hip hop artist she's not even a hip hop yeah. artist right but like her music videos kind of look like that and her ex- excessive tanning makes her not look like a white person and she yeah. is a white person and some people thought that she's hispanic and i know like um people are not going to think she's black because um black people look very different to white people and <laughs> just a tan is not going to do that yeah. but it's still like trying to get the aesthetics of a black person or a black artist without actually having the disadvantages yeah, having the them. disadvantages right. of what they face right and also one more point about asian fishing is have you seen the seven rings music video oh my god huh. the part she's in the table yeah, yeah a lot she, of people her were seven complaining. rings is a very big um, song of hers if you haven't heard it yeah. if you haven't heard it i don't know how you did not hear it but uh, yeah the music video she did look very um, yeah, and she had like these um, those uh, I know this hairband things. Yeah, hairband things, and some people were saying that there were um some things where she wanted to like make it look like a Japanese aesthetic thing or something like that. They said, but the I don't know much about it. Guess, yeah. yeah, I mean, there's like different aesthetics. You can wear Japanese fashion. Uh, there's this thing yeah, called Haruki, Lolita Harajuku. Harajuku. There's a lot of different fashions and yeah. um. people have said that that's not cultural appropriation but the thing with trying to pull your eyes back to make them look different or alter them you know surgically yeah or <laughs> or even use makeup to the point where your eyes look completely different Is that's where we cut the line right right it's you know what you're doing and mm. that's not really fair because you don't face those disadvantages which people have with those like i know that you know if I go to the US. I know I'm going to face some issues because of my skin color. Yeah. And I think a lot of people agree with me on this. Yeah. If we both go to the US and live there, we're going to face issues with racism, right? right? But Kim Kardashian wearing a mang tikka will not face that same racism. Yeah, right, because like she's Kim Kardashian, she makes trends. Mm-hmm. It's a trend. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of Kim Kardashian, uh, as I just said, she wore a mark tikka in a and she wore it in like a Instagram post, right? Yeah. And she wore it in you know tire and it was like a one time thing. But the thing is, before that she had said, I don't know, curry smells bad or something like that. Oh um as a joke and sure she's joking, but one day you joke about my culture and the next day you want to profit off of it is just odd to me <laughs> it is odd yeah and i think a lot of companies also profit off of cultural appropriation yeah i just it's it's becoming a very normalized thing i think people are just being told to be like oh my god you're being like over sensitive you have to be fine with this yeah. and that's not okay you don't get to tell people what they're allowed to be fine with and not I think yeah. that's the issue with cultural appropriation, and you. I feel like next time, guys, if you ever doing something where you feel like it's cultural appropriating, then I think you should stop, or you sh- you need to think twice about it because it's not okay. It's really not okay to take like cherry pick from somebody's culture. And I think there's not really like a solution to it other than just. be more sensitive and, and just educate yourself yeah, just, and educate others yeah just embrace your own culture educate people as you said yeah. um and just you know 
you have your own culture be with that <laughs> yeah but anyways thank you for listening to this episode my culture is not your commodity <laughs>